old, I was young, but I was keen to survive on my own in the fall. Got a gig with my brother in law, chopping work, bagging groceries, pushing in carts. I was grateful to be working, but say my back is hurting. I don't think it's the purpose, no, this can't be the call. At night, I'm working grave, just counting the time. On my break, I write a song about the love of my life. This ain't right. Couple dollars in change, walking home in the rain, jumping front of the train. Bitch, I might. On top of the roof, empty bottles of proof. Take a hit of my J, I'm in flight. Closing my eyes, vision in Monte Carlos with tinted windows and bowling legitimate. Open my eyes, I was in the same predicament. The next day, I called and said I quit. Bitch, I get bigger. Crazy things in the world that we've experienced, a lot of crazy things that I've experienced personally. And I'm here to tell you that regardless of how bad you think it is, there is life and light at the end of the tunnel. A lot of us have lost people this past year. A lot of us have lost relationships this past year. A lot of us are, are going through it with our children in this past year. But I'm here to tell you that there is life and light at the end of the tunnel. So many things that um, has kept me away from recording a podcast this year. And I will be completely transparent to tell you that I didn't feel like I was truly in a space to motivate you. I didn't feel like I was truly in a space to be able to be authentic enough because this year has been so trying. I didn't think I was going to be able to be real enough to give you what you need to get you through your day. So instead of trying hard and trying to force myself to record, I just didn't record. I didn't record because I was also extra busy. I didn't put together podcasts because again, I felt I was in a space where I couldn't truly, truly motivate you. You know, I always asked, and I've asked many people, I said, who motivates the motivator? Who does the person who pours into everybody go to when they need somebody to lift them up? And I was blessed enough to find a couple people this year that I was able to uh, truly, truly confide in, truly um, have open dialogue, authentic dialogue, but also to help me get to a space where I felt that there is nothing better than being able to give back and give back on this platform. You know, it's not easy talking about um, what you're what you're going through. And I won't fully get into it, but just know that as a human, man, this year has been a hell of a year. But it hasn't always been, it hasn't all been horrible. Some beautiful things was, was birthed through the fire this year. Beautiful things. You meet, you know, I've 
I've met people. I've um, been able to work through thoughts and, and past things. And I've been able to grow. So if, if anything, I remember Les Brown said, you know, don't say you're having a bad day. Just say you're having a character building day. And I will go even further than that to say, I didn't, I haven't had a bad year. I've had a character building year. And as we wrap up 2021, and I know this is kind of significant because my birthday is coming up. So as I look on the horizon of 42 and I look at how the year of 41 went, I have to think to myself, how can I get better? How can I get bigger? And not just, you know, bigger in the space of being professional, but how do I get bigger mentally? How do I get bigger uh, physically? You know, getting back in the gym and, and really worry and put my health on the front line. Because, you know, for a long time, you know, I would have aspirations of going to the gym and guess what? It just didn't happen. I have aspirations of eating right. And what? It just didn't happen. I'm pretty sure many, 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 many of you has felt like that before where you want to do something and you're just not motivated to do it. Listen, this year I haven't been motivated to do a lot of things because I just wasn't in the headspace to do it. Projects, just not in the headspace to do it. But I will tell you that there's life and light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. You know, there's some things that are going on now um, that has been going on for in, in this year and dealing with uh, the emotions of your children, trials and, and traumas of your children. How far, I, I, there's no way that I can sit up here and say that my children are perfect. Um, I can always sit, I can also sit up here and say that some of the things that they're experiencing now, um, it's, I've, it's because of me now. No, no, don't get it twisted. Um, I haven't beat my children. <laughs> I don't physically punish um, my kids, but you know, there are, there is a, emotional aspect to it when you um, add you know, the ending of uh, a marriage and when you add trying to work through co-parenting and when you talk about changing the norm of how holidays look and when you talk about changing uh, the frequency in which you know they see me even though they see me all the time. Still, that doesn't change. But we've had to create a new normal in this year. And I can clearly see how trying to develop that new normal, you know, it, it, it's, it's tough. It is tough. And then you got school. You got school, you're dealing with the, the behaviors that are being exhibited at school. You're dealing with the behaviors that's exhibited in the, in, in the community. You're just dealing. And 
each kid is dealing differently. I'm dealing differently. Because sometimes you get to places where you never would imagine you are, you would be. And in the moment, you don't know how you're going to deal with it. But I will tell you, there's a, I am reading, well, not reading. <laughs> I'm not reading, I'm listening. Listening to Will Smith's new book, um, the audio version. And I'm literally, I have about an hour of the book left, maybe a couple chapters. And uh, I will say that it's been a long time since I've been able to get through a whole book um, within a matter of, I think, two weeks. I think I bought it like two weeks ago. And uh, I listen to it literally every day. When I'm in the car, it's on. If I'm sitting idle, it's on. And I'm listening. You know, two of my two of my close close uh, brothers bought the book and they've been reading it as well, and then they kind of got on me because I hadn't got it yet. I you know I was late getting the book. Why? Because I was late getting it, and I was like, you know what? It will serve me better. This is part of the growth of the year. It'll serve me better to get the audio because I'm always on the move. I'm always doing something, and why not in those? Spaces from A to B, I can listen to the book. I can listen to how Will explains uh, coming up through life. And let me tell you, it was an interesting, and it, it still is an interesting story. But what has empowered me even more is the true and authentic and transparent conversations about his kids, his true and authentic conversations about his relationship with Jada um, and his first son's wife and some of his other relationships because it makes me truly feel that there is life and light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. And it's been, it's been, oh man, it's been so dope. It's been dope listening to it. And hearing how he describes a lot of things and a lot of things that he described in his book is some of the things that um, I can directly relate to over this past year. So it's, it's humbling, but it's also refreshing and empowering um, because I know a lot of you and some of you might not know that Will Smith has always been one of my idols, you know, in high school, y'all hear me talk about it a lot when I'm on, you know, I'm with the fellas at the daily jam Um they kind of crack jokes when I say, hey, Will, Will was my idol and, and I wanted to be like Will Smith when I was in high school. It is what it is. Um, but to hear him to this point is so refreshing. Um, it, again, lets me know that there's life and light at the end of the tunnel. Now, I was going through social media the other day. And I heard, I heard a, a snippet, I mean, a snippet of a um, sermon by Bishop T.D. Jakes. And he talks about um, balance and it's balancing relationships and it's balancing fatherhood and it's balancing career. And I'm going to play a snippet of it. Then we're going to talk about it. So we'll talk about it right after the other side. Once we get on the other side. All right, hold on. 
If a man is at home all the time and he's the breadwinner, that's a bad sign. If a man is at home all the time and he's the breadwinner, that's a bad sign. And the problem with being a father is you can never get it 100. If I give you time, we don't have money. If I get the money, you don't have me. I can't be there and earn a living at the same time. I'm limited and I have an obligation to make sure your life is better than mine. You know, I tell you that even that little bit, I was like, I get it. I get it. Like, how can I be home and still provide? How can I not be engulfed in my career and still provide and give the kids the emotional attachment that they deserve? I will say that in my, in my life, I feel, and this is something that you learn in therapy. I feel (laughs) those, I feel statements. I tell you they're powerful, but I feel that there are moments that I missed trying to make sure that I was the best provider I could be. And this is something that Will's talked about in his book, that nothing else mattered but being able to provide for my family. That was it. And because of that mentality, I know there's some things that I missed. But I do know that there's still life and light at the end of the tunnel. It's not over. Um, I'm proud that I got a son that is going to be 18 and hopefully graduating this year. I mean, he's had some missteps, but it's not over for him. You know, I have a 15-year-old who is becoming a musical genius. And I'm not talking about rap. I know most of y'all was probably like, oh, what's his his handle so I can... uh, Try to find his music. No, this this boy plays trumpet and he plays the cello and he is a beast. I have a 13-year-old who is thriving in, in STEM. And I have a daughter who is just <laughs> one of the open, um, unapologetic girls that I have the pleasure of calling daughter and I know she has the pleasure of calling me dad. So with that, I know for a fact that there is light and life again at the end of the tunnel. You know, um, I said I was going to keep this brief and I, I still will. But what I want you to kind of take from this brief, short talk, and you can fill in the blanks where you want to. It is what it is. Is that, again, no matter what you are currently going through or no matter what you will go through, you have to find the lesson in that storm, period. There's no other way to to put it. There's no other cliches that I can add to it, but you have to be able to sit back after you've experienced it 
and ask God, why do I need this lesson? Why is this happening to me? Because we all know that when something terrible is happening to us, we want to ball, fall and, and, and roll up into a ball and try to shut out the world. You can have your moment. Shut everybody out. But make sure when you come back, you come back more powerful and with more understanding. This has been a tough year for a lot of us. But the question is, when the clock strikes 12 on January 1st, 2022, how are you showing up? Are you showing up with the same issues and problems and, and, and trials and tribulations from 2021? Or are you showing up that newly refined, knowledgeable person because of what you went through? There's days I have, there just, I'm telling you, there's days that I didn't want to do anything, but I had to because... I needed to continue to provide. But I also was able to give myself time. So I knew that in this upcoming new year, I was going to be able to show up and show out and be that newly refined Jamal. Not Mr. Motivator that newly refined Jamal whose armor has been tested and has been through some battles. That's just it. Been through some battles and my armor is tatted and bruised. But without that, where's the experience? Without that, what am I able to bring to you as Mr. Motivator? Now, I'm glad that I'm back. I'm glad that in 2022, I'm going to be more diligent and giving you what I've always wanted to give you. And that's just motivation, conversation, realness. That's what I'm, that's what we doing in 2022. The question is, in 2022, where does your happiness lie? Where does it lie? Is it in you? Is it in another person? Is it, where does your happiness lie? Is it in your faith? Where does your happiness lie? Because if you don't know how to find it, it's going to be hard. Many things make people happy, whether it's money, relationships, um, getting accolades, being affirmed. Many of those things, many of those things define some people's happiness. What defines your happiness? And I will concur with Will what he said, another person cannot define your happiness. You have to be able to define your happiness on your own. And as we move into this new year, what defines your happiness? 
I don't want you to be content with how life is going. Cause you know, when you can, when you're content, you've settled. When you are content, you've settled and you are okay with just being okay. How do you find happiness in every aspect of your life, your career, your relationships, your parenting? Those are all the things I want you to think about. And if you can't think about that now, because you're going through some things, find someone you can talk to that is not biased, that can give you a clear thought, and that will give it to you just how you need to receive it. how they can give you the message just how you need to receive it. All right. Now in a couple of days, I think I talked about this already. You know, I'll be turning 42 and you know, when I think about being around being on this earth for 42 years and where I am, I am walking into probably one of the greatest seasons of my life professionally, uh, relationally, if that's a word. But I'm walking into one of the best seasons of my life, but it's not without sacrifice. I still got a lot of work to do, and I'm pretty sure you do too, but I got a lot of work to do. There's things that I know that are falling away They're falling away. Why? Because they no longer serve me, nor do I want to serve them or it. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to do everything. But those people, those things that don't serve my happiness those chains are dropping. And it's for me, it took a while for me to get here, but I'm here. I'm here. And I want you to be there eventually, if you're not already there. So as we wrap up again the year, I want you to look into 2022 and really, really define what your happiness is. What makes you happy? Who makes you happy is a bonus is a bonus who makes you happy is a bonus so I don't want to keep you any longer I don't preach my 23 minute sermon (laughs) and as we wrap up man feel free to contact me follow me on social media Jamal J-A-M-O-L-E underscore Callahan on all social media platforms, you can email me. If you got my number, call me. But in 2022, I want to talk about those things that you want to talk about. And we're going to have a lot of fun. All right. So as again, we wrap and I, we close and I'm, you know, I get my, my superhero music ready. Um, I want to tell y'all, I love y'all. And, um, Listen, this is going to be the best year 
So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and rock out with uh, my man Anderson Pack. They were my fitness on the front page. Headlines. I threw prescription in Dior frames. Sunshine. I had the vision back in 12th grade. That I be killing shit with Doc Dre. I never wanted to ever be over. over. I'm out of Philly, I thought it'd be colder. Drunk out the licky, I might need a chauffeur. Chauffeur. Check out my chicky, check out my. Get up, international, rockin' Japanese dinner